0: Hello, asalaamu everybody, hope you're all safe, sound and healthy and I'm going to talk about a few things here. Um, I'm not going to sound like a news report, so I'm not going to give the news. I think everybody has the responsibility to check the news themselves. You need to go on YouTube and you need to listen to all those people who are speaking out against the atrocities committed In Palestine, you need to listen to the journalists who are speaking out against the atrocities committed in Kashmir. You need to listen to the journalists speaking out against the atrocities committed in Pakistan. Why? Because I believe that, see, there is a reason why in Islam education is an obligation Um, as opposed to other religions. I know in Christianity, um, they considered that education was actually the poisoned apple, but it's actually wrong. Your priests have been teaching you wrong. Because even in Christianity, knowing that it is the same stem of religion, it is the same stem that is coming from God. It is, you know, like Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, these are all basically... Uh, one religion okay and they're coming from one being and that's god so it cannot be that god should tell christians um that education is a poisoned apple or the poisoned fruit and then he should tell muslims that it is an obligation i mean use your common sense number one if you understand that number two in islam the reason why education is an obligation is because in islam following others blindly is shirk It doesn't matter if that person is a religious scholar. It doesn't matter if that person is a priest or a Malvi. In fact, in Islam, there is no concept of priest for this very reason. So all these Malvis that we have, yeah, I'm sorry. There's no concept of them in Islam, okay? In Islam, you can only call yourself a religious scholar if you have actually, truly, deeply studied and practiced the religion completely, Then only can you call yourself a scholar. So seriously, how many are really scholars? Number two, if the prophet himself had declared that following a priest or a monk or any religious leader blindly without verification of facts, without verifying the divine rules and regulations yourself is shirk, then it is shirk okay it's as clear as day he never made any ambiguous claims about it he was black and white clear about it that following any of these people without doing anything yourself without studying the facts yourself without confirming the facts yourself without verification that is shirk You need to understand that. And if you're a Muslim, if you really are striving to be a good Muslim, then you really need to understand that by following or by listening to religious people, that is the fundamental mistake that you're making. If you truly want to understand Islam, you need to open the Quran. You need to read it properly, okay? Read it 10 times. Read it 50 times, okay? Just read it over and over again. Each time you read it, just like any other book, each time you'll read it, You will find a new light. You will find a new meaning. You will find a new interpretation. Okay? So better that than straight away going to some religious person and asking him questions about Islam. That is the height of ignorance and that is not allowed in Islam. Okay? You need to verify facts. You need to get your concept clear. There is no way to get your concept clear except by reading the Quran. And then... When you've started reading the Quran, then you need to look to the Ahadith, okay? You need to look to the traditions of the Prophet, okay? We have seven major Ahadith compilation books that we all know about in Islam, right? Read them, right? Read them all. Read Sahih al-Bukhari, read uh, you know, Malik, read Shafi, read all of them, okay? Understand them okay and al muslim you know read them read all these books read all those teachers right understand them because whatever they have spoken they have spoken through compilations and through um you know actually translating verses and then when you're going to the hadith books again these are direct compilations in which they have actually traced out um you know the roots of each tradition mentioned okay so that you can trace to where it began where it actually began and then when you've done these two then your third step now remember these steps are not just for judges in islam okay to be a qazi in islam it is not just for the, for a qazi this is for the common man of islam okay so the next step that you need to do is you need to go for ijma and chaos okay so, Ijma and Kiyas, the, the, this is these are the last two steps. This is where you begin consultation with other people who are supposed to have enough knowledge in the field. Okay? And then you have to use your common sense. Okay? Keeping in mind precedents and keeping in mind the traditions and keeping in mind the Quran, then you use your common sense. That is what Islam is all about. Okay? So... First of all, please let's stop following people blindly. Okay? And now this pertains to the next step that I'm going to talk about which is about news. This is why I began this whole point. It's because similarly in when it comes to news, we cannot just listen to anything without trying to confirm it or verify it ourselves. The fact that the American and the European public have been so ignorant, I'm sorry, that is inexcusable that is utterly utterly unjustifiable and that is inexcusable why you claim to be people who are so modern and so open-minded you claim to be people who advocate for the free world first of all you don't even know that you yourselves are not part of the free world number one number two you are so isolated that your government has been brainwashing you and gaslighting you for centuries and you still haven't been able to come out of that, that you don't even realize how ignorant you are, that you do not even know something that the whole world knows. And that is regarding the issue between Palestine and Israel. Like, seriously, how is it that you do not know that Israel encroached upon Palestinian land. How is it that you do not know that the people who encroached upon Palestinian land, the British, they are the ones who sent the very Jews that they were persecuting in Europe as a form of an apology, that, oh, you know, okay, yeah, we're so sorry that we committed genocide against you people. Look, here's a land, you know, let's create a myth around that land. Let's remind everybody that that land originally belonged to you so that nobody can even, you know, batonize when you actually begin your atrocities and when you begin living there so it's literally the camel taking over the Arab's tent okay so the these extremist Jews they were given refuge in Palestine refuge why because when the British sent them there and offered them the, and offered them Palestinian land that oh take it as yours the Palestinians instead of actually throwing them out. At that point, the Palestinians said, okay, you know, there's enough land for the both of us. You're welcome to stay. And how did the Jews thank the Palestinians for that? By committing genocide. You talk about the Nakba, Nakba, you know, but tell me one thing. Um, you do realize that the Holocaust that you have been screaming and whining and crying blood about, about claiming to be victims of, that it is exactly what you are doing right now in Palestine, right? Do you honestly have the right to even talk about your Holocaust seriously? Do you even have the right to talk about the Nakba? You know, you you don't have the right to talk about either, okay? In fact, if anything, it is now forcing people to revise history, Or maybe to, you know, to think about revising history that, hold on, if they are lying right now about what happened in Palestine and what is happening in Palestine to date, then maybe they lied about the Holocaust too. Maybe there too, they were actually the perps, you know, and maybe the Germans, the German government, the Nazis were actually their victims, you know, who are the real Nazis here? Because I'm sorry, um, everything that they said that the Nazis did against the Jews, I am seeing the Jews committing exactly those very atrocities against Palestinians. Why? Because the Palestinians were fool enough, kind enough, Muslim enough to allow them to remain on their land. Is that it? Because they were so generous that they said, OK, don't worry, you have no place to go. It's OK if you stay with us. Yeah so that I mean that is how so is this is this how the Jewish covenant is this what the Jewish covenant has taught you that you should slaughter the very people that gave you refuge that you should encroach upon somebody's land yeah look if you're the same religion that you claim to be then let me tell you in Judaism this is not even allowed why because as i said Christianity Judaism and Islam they're all branches of the same religion Islam is the completion of Judaism and Christianity. In fact, this is all Islam. Like it or not, believe it or not, this is all Islam. Right from the start, Islam was the, the only religion that was being preached. It is your priests and your monks that twisted and changed religion and added to it and embellished on it and created their own variation of it, their own interpretation of it, and then they called it Judaism and later called it Christianity. But it was and is and always will be Islam. That is one fact that you need to get into your brains before you begin any other topic because you can try to negate it as much as you can. These are hardcore facts, evidence of which can be found in the Torah, and evidence of which can be found in the Injil, the gospel. Okay. Bible was a man-made uh, book really i mean because the prophet isa he never wrote he never got a book okay he never got the bible what he preached was the gospel okay the bible was a man-made compilation of whatever they th- could remember that he preached and whatever they could add into it as time went by right um so you know uh the latest and most uh, you know famous example being the book of john you know that is the latest in the compilation of you know uh, of books that were added to in which changes were made and you know embellishments were added and you know you ended up saying that oh this was the word of god but it isn't okay it's man made compilation this is another thing that you need to know why because your priests know it your religious scholars know it OK, so keeping all that in mind, again, those people who are much closer to Christianity in their, as in who are much closer to the original form of Christianity, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Similarly, those who are closer to um, actual Orthodox Judaism, they know what I'm talking about. OK, um, the rest of the people, I think you really need to, first of all, get an education, before you even talk about anything, because all you're doing is, you know, sort of, you know, you're displaying your ignorance whenever you open your mouths and talk about Palestine and and Israel, okay? And that is one of the reasons I do not even want to talk about it, because I have actually been talking about it in various episodes of mine. Every now and then I have touched the topic Of Palestine, I have touched the topic of the hypocrisy of the Western world where they're saying that it's okay to invade another land and it's okay to commit genocide. Okay, then again, I would repeat the same points I've made before. If it is okay for Israel and America to invade other countries and to commit genocide, then it's very okay for other countries to come and do the same to America, to Israel, and to Britain. Why? Because Britain is always behind everything. Britain has learned a new way of keeping its hands clean while throwing all its responsibilities and its burdens on America. America is basically Britain Colonization Act 2. Okay? So when the british were obliged to decolonize their countries they actually did not decolonize not in their mind in their mind they did not decolonize those countries they just prepared america their their biggest colony to continue with the absent colonization okay the absent colonization or should we say the unofficial colonization in which america now had to take over reins to continue looting and plundering and ensuring that other countries can never rise again okay and that is why palestine is in trouble that is why pakistan is in trouble that is why they're helping india to commit genocide in kashmir as well so yeah i'm sorry you talk about antichrist all the time have you ever cared to look at the mirror people americans british europeans Have you ever cared to look in the mirror? You are the very embodiment of the Antichrist. Why? Because you are the villains here. You are the Antichrist here. You are the ones who are committing genocide. You are the ones who have committed invasions. You are the ones who are looting and plundering. You are the ones who are killing people. You are the ones who are instigating wars. You are the ones who are funding wars. You are the you are the war-mongering countries. You cannot live without war. In fact, you created United Nations for this very reason. So the only reason you put together United Nations was to maintain your monopoly, your hegemony, your control over the world and to be able to instigate another war, which you very well did through the Gulf War and which you continued onwards by using Ukraine as your base to attack Russia so that you could instigate another war. And now, and, and you know, the, the funny part here, the absolutely hilarious part here is that the very prediction that the Americans believe in of Nostradamus, um, the very prediction that they want to counter you know, well, they are actually making it come true. If you did not want to be a country that was to be destroyed, you know, as Nostradamus predicted that America will be destroyed when there will be a huge world war. Um, You know, so America should have understood that it meant that America should stay put and stop fingering the rest of the world but instead america the idiot that it is it decided that okay let's stop this prediction from happening let's start fingering the world but fingering the world is exactly what is going to bring about this prediction you nincompoops i don't care about your future frankly why because i think as a country uh, you have never cared about the existence of other countries okay the American establishment, the deep state that there is, and the deep state that they have put in other countries that were once their colonies, this will always work against humanity. It will always work against futures of civilizations. It will always work against the future of your generi- of your generation. Okay. Um they work on dehumanizing. Okay, they don't work on humanity. They work on regression. They don't work on progress, okay? Because they're these psychopaths. Uh, They're these mentally challenged people who actually believe that either they, you know, can challenge God himself or they believe that they actually, you know, are God on earth and that they have the right to own the whole world, you know? So we are dealing with mentally challenged people here. And unfortunately, as is always the case, it is the mentally challenged, it is the retards, the extremists that drive, you know, they they are the ones that are the driving forces behind the world. Whereas the actual people, the actual people who are fighting for what is right, they become the villains in your eyes. Manipulation, you know, manipulation. But again, I would say that for countries that claim to have knowledge and for countries that claim to be superpowers and for countries that claim to be part of the free world you are so ignorant and so stupid you know that you have you don't even realize that you have always been the villains of the world that it is your very own country that is responsible for all the wars, all the genocides, all the terrorism that has been going on all over the world as well as within your own country. You know, the fact that you're so ignorant that Muslims have been living amongst you for a century minimum and you people still do not know about Islam and you still do not know about Muslims. that you It was so easy to brainwash you into becoming Islamophobic fools you know that in itself is it's a testament to, it's a testament to your stupidity your moronity and your ignorance and lack of education i would suggest that instead of opening your mouths and talking about israel and palestine you actually read history okay and you actually listen to those people who are part of the alternative option that you have for news outlets, okay? Go, to, go for alternate news. Don't start rambling about how the Jews are... Again, look, if you are so sympathetic towards the Zionists, why don't you offer your land to them? America is practically a continent. It's huge. There are so many places that have never even been inhabited, They have zero population. It's like empty land. You should have given it to the Jews. They could have made a very big-ass Israel over there. Why didn't you give it to them? You know, Australia is a continent. It has massive land. You could have given that. I'm talking to the British here. That time, Australia was still very much your colony. It still is, in a way. You should have given your land there, you know. What happened to you know Britain itself? You could have converted the whole Britain into Israel and gifted it to them. That's real sympathy. If you really sympathized with the people you persecuted, you would have given them your own land. You wouldn't tell them to go and invade another land. and more stupid the Zionists who actually thought that oh, that was a brilliant idea. you know i mean if i if I were one of the of the victims here. If there was really a Holocaust that took place and if, you know, the Jews really were victimized and, and uh, you know, persecuted, then I, I would think that they would turn around and say, why should we leave? Why should we go to another land? Why don't you give us your land? You're the ones who owe us a land. So, I mean, you know, the sheer hypocrisy here. I don't get it. I really don't get it. I don't get the stupidity of the western world i don't get the stupidity of the people of the western world i don't get the sheer ignorance here and you're supposed to be highly qualified people well i mean you know again keeping in mind if you look at history uh, most of your so-called fathers of science and technology they also basically plagiarized you know stuff the plagiarized stuff from the greeks and the egyptians and the muslims so i mean what do they have of their own that's what i'd like to know Nothing. So, yeah, this is how I'm going to deal with the Palestine issue here. Why the U.S. interference is so blatant in Palestine, the British influence is so blatant, the fact that they actually said, why should we do a ceasefire? Okay, when the war explodes into this big-ass world war and your people in Britain get attacked, then don't expect anybody to actually accept any ceasefire. Then there will be no negotiations for ceasefire when the British public will get attacked. And they will. Why? They are heavily involved. It is the British government that has been funding uh, the Israelis. It's the British government that gave Palestinian land to the Israelis. The British government is the main culprit. So obviously the British will have to pay for it. This is common sense. I mean, if it is so much of a common sense that the Jews have the right to commit genocide, then yes, it is every bit common sense that the British people should pay for it. You know, they should pay for the atrocities committed in Palestine. And so should the Americans. They should, And so should the Europeans. They, they are all culprits. They should all pay for it. Their people should pay for it. Get ready to be targeted because that will happen when world war will finally explode to its full scale then this will happen and you will have no excuse no excuse and nobody will have the right to demand a ceasefire then there will be no negotiations on that it's as simple as that because what goes around comes around it's as simple as that so yeah instead of barking so much about your precious jews if you really care about them, give them your own land. Okay? And what are you teaching your children? What is the Western world teaching its children? This is something I've been asking for years now, and especially the, these previous few years. What is what is the Western world teaching their children that um, it's that something that is bad is only bad when it goes against us? But if we are the ones doing it, then it's actually not bad. It's good. Yeah. So if somebody else commits an atrocity uh, against someone else and because it's against our interest, so we will call that bad. But if we are the ones committing the atrocity, then it's different, you see, because we're the good guys. Is that what you're teaching them? So it means if your children are bullies, then they're, it's OK because they're your children. But if your children are the one getting bullied, then that's wrong because they're not the bullies. They're the victims. The sheer hypocrisy of it all. A bully is a bully. A mafia dawn is a mafia dawn, okay? A villain is a villain. What is wrong is wrong. A spade is a spade. You can't call it by any other name and you can't try to redefine it, okay? It is a fact that America has be- been behind all terrorist activities, both within America and outside of it. America has been funding these activities. America has been hiring or sending agents for these particular activities. America has always interfered in other countries' political activities. They have toppled other countries' governments just to serve their own interests. And Pakistan is bearing the brunt of it. Pakistan is a classic example of how a state was created, and the day it was mapped out, the day it was created, before leaving, the British planted one of their own biggest traitors in the top position of the army of a newly built country called Pakistan. And the main mission of that person, that traitor, who was put in the main position of the army, was to make sure that all those people who could completely change Pakistan's future, all those people who enabled the actual conception of Pakistan into a sovereign state, Remember, the British wanted Pakistan. The Indians wanted Pakistan, but as an autonomous buffer state. But Kaidu Azam took that away from them and he was turning it into a sovereign state. And that is what they could not allow. So, before leaving, they had already placed people strategically. Before leaving, they had already placed people to enact and implement their plans. And those people were placed in the army which is now the is part of the establish, a huge part of the establishment. And those people were also placed in what were to become the political bodies afterwards, which you have the People's Party and you have Nawaz Sharif and you have others. These are all traitors and descendants of those traitors that were planted by the British. These were the bootlickers of the British. They earned their money, they earned their wealth, they got their assets by licking the ass of the British. These are traitors. And they were put in place. And this whole plan was engineered the same way that people were put in place within the establishment of the United States of America. And even though many people tried to finish it off, and Abraham Lincoln came in and he was fighting to get America completely out of that and to make it a completely sovereign state, and he was killed too as a result of that. Know your history, please. Okay, The same thing they did here in Pakistan. They ensured to place a person in the army so that he could in turn ensure that the people who could actually, who have created Pakistan and the people who are going to turn it into a proper sovereign independent state should be no more. And so they killed Kaidu Azam, Muhammad Ali Juna. Then they killed his sister after she won the elections. And then they killed Liaquat Ali Khan because he refused to take part in America's wars because he reminded them of how Pakistan was founded and for what cause Pakistan stood, and then they killed Bhutto because he dared to defy America, and he dared to go out from underneath their puppetry, and he he dared to attack Israel's jets with his missiles, and he downed them. So. And now they're after Imran Khan because he dared, to challenge the status quo he dared to challenge uh uncle sam the dawn of the global mafia you know he dared to continue what kaidi azam started and so the same people who are in the establishment who were planted by the british before they left the same people who were continued to be paid and bribed and brainwashed to the same people who were continued to work uh, who were continued to be made to work as their hunting dogs, those people still are in the army, in the establishment. And they, you can see them as Zardari and his son Bilawal, And you can see on the other side nawashif and his whole family. And you can see Fazr Rahman, the biggest sellout bitch of the century. You know, and all these... You know, bitches of the riches, these ass lickers, these boot lickers, their hair sitting. Again, doing what? Doing their job as traitors. Working for the Brits and the Americans against their own country. Why? Because this is not even their own country, remember? They're just hunting dogs. They don't have a country. They just have masters. As long as they're paid in U.S. dollars and pounds, as long as they can, you know, continue to amass their wealth, they're ready to do anything. And so once again, America and Britain, because they were so scared that they had already steered Pakistan away from its independence and that Pakistan was getting back on track. They, could, they were so scared of it that they tried to kill Imran Khan, three times. They failed. Then they put him in jail. And then now they're trying to keep him in jail. And again, I would blame the people of Pakistan for letting this happen. The people of Pakistan should have shut them down the first time round. The people of Pakistan should have violently protested. Not peacefully, violently. Because at the end, I'm sorry, the bloodshed that you are trying to control, it will still happen. It will happen all the more so because of the atrocities that are being committed against Pakistanis by traitors, and the traitors that are planted by the americans and this time the people are not forgive my generation and the next generation i'm sorry we are not very forgiving people okay we're not at all forgiving people we're not like our uh, like the generation before us we're not like the boomers okay we will not forgive America or Europe for these atrocities committed in Palestine or in Pakistan or in occupied Kashmir in India. We will not forgive India. We will not forgive America. We will not forgive Israel. We will not forgive Europe. It is as simple as that. Okay? It may take us 50 years to get, the, to, to get payback. It may take us 10 years. It may take us 10 months. To us now, time is of no essence and time doesn't matter anymore. What matters is that we get blood. We're out to get blood. And every single one that has messed with us, every single one of us that has messed with our country, every single one of us that has messed with our people, they will have to pay. It is as simple as that. And with this message, this is me signing out. Khuda Hafiz.